Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave a five-star review. I'm Sherson Soussel with Frank Sanders, Johnny Venerable. As always, you will have to excuse my voice. Feeling a little under the weather, uh, so I am working remote, not in the studio with the guys tonight. But I could not miss this show because... We have a special guest joining it. He was a star DB for the Cardinals. He's not only in the team's ring of honor, but the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Frank, you said it had been a little while since you talked to your former teammate. So I got him on the show. We're here to change all that. Aeneas Williams. Yay! Yay! Come on, man. Frank, what's up, Johnny? Thanks for and thanks to the entire team for getting me on. I apologize for technical difficulty. I tried my desktop, so I went with my cell phone and it's working. Thanks for having all having me on. And Frank, it's so good uh to be on with you. Thanks for having me. We man, lied to Frank and told him that uh that you know there was some, I was having technical difficulties. <laughs> I had to steal his phone real quick before he was trying to scroll, and I'm like, no, no. <laughs> Come on, man, let's go. Let's go. Couple, a couple yeah. legends. Yeah, it's it's glad glad to be on with you guys. Thank you. How by the way, how did it end up being the Phoenix Cardinals and not the Arizona Cardinals? Tell me about that. So our network is called PHNX. And so we've got the PHNX Cardinal show. We've got the PHNX Suns show. That's just gotcha. the name of the network. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> well, we thanks for having me on, guys. Are you speech? He's never speechless when we do this. <laughs> I can't believe it, Brad. He always has a take and something to say. That's why we love him. But he has yeah. nothing right now. You got Man. nothing for me? Man, I, I just, it's always great to see Nick. Like, you know, this is uh, um mentor, brother in Christ. Um, great, just, uh, Great role model, man. Great leader on the team. Um, love that brother, man. I gave my life to Christ because he was diligent about his life um, and, and his work toward the Lord. And uh, there were so many other men that came to, you know, to the Cardinals and ended up giving their life to Christ because of Aeneas and raising their level of play, their mentality as men, um, as husbands, uh, making them better, just across the board. And to see him, which I ain't seen in a long time, was just uh, it's always a blessing to see your brother in Christ, man, and also you just know as a special place in my heart. He knows that without a doubt that. Um, watch him grow, watch his family grow, you know, watch his kids come to come to fruition, you know, um, just uh, and then 
again, 1998 when the Cardinals went down to Dallas. You know, something that he had never experienced, the franchise had never experienced. He was the actual speaker that day, and he talked to the team about, you know, the David and Goliath mentality and what it took for us to do it. And um, the guys rallied around what he was saying that day. And we went out and played, man, like a team that wanted to do something that would be special. And I think Nicky remembers more than I can. And I said, like, I said one of the best moments I ever seen out of Mr. Bidwell's was on Monday when we came back. Right. Of course, the fans were out there. It was crazy. You know, it was uh, electric when we landed. But on Monday, Mr. B came in. The whole family came in on Monday. And he just wanted to tell everybody how thankful and how grateful he was for that win, and he started to cry. Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yo, Frank, you described it so eloquently, but thank you for just uh, the recognition. But I want to say I'm so glad to be on with you, so glad to see you as well as your team uh, there. And thank you all for surprising Frank and allowing me to be on. Man. But back <laughs> to you, Frank. Uh, I don't know if your co-hosts know, but when I first, uh, first met Frank, Frank came to Flagstaff. I want to say you had, was it a Chevy Blazer? What, what kind of vehicle? Yeah, had, yeah, it was a Chevy Blazer. <laughs> he had the Blazer. Did he got? Did, did he tell you guys that on the front, on his front plate, he had, I got my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Did he tell oh, you guys this? <laughs> I did. <laughs> but just a, yeah, just a special human being coming out of Auburn. Oh, uh, the Dillard Five, and you guys probably know about the Dillard Five. Yes, uh, back in Fort Lauderdale, and uh, just uh, just a beautiful spirit. Uh, even today, still hear the beautiful spirit that you have, Frank. And man, love you. I am honored to be on with you. I thank God for you, as well as your team and the work that you're doing uh, even today. So thank you guys for having me on. Do you have another story? Because we love that one uh, about his car. It's a classic Frank move. Do you have another story about how it was like uh, to be Frank's teammate? That's a good question. Let me let, let me think about that during our interview, but I'm quite sure something else will come back to mind. I will say this. With Frank and Rob Moore, we had two of the best receivers in the league during that time. And even though... Uh, the late John Madden told my dad something uh, when I got inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And this goes back to Rob Moore as well as Frank Sanders. Uh, also, um, who I'm thinking about, right? Larry Sinners and guys like that. The late John Madden told my dad uh, during our enshrinement week, uh, actually that, that weekend, he said, Aeneas Williams is unique because he was able to get in uh, coming majority of his career on the losing team out of John Madden's own mouth and my dad quotes this he says a number of guys get in because they're on uh, perennial winning teams yep. but to come from losing teams and I say that because when you don't win a lot the guys don't get the recognition that they deserve like a Frank Sanders like a Rob Moore who's the wide receivers coach at Tennessee Titans like a Larry Sinners uh, Eric Hill, and so many guys that I can name. I don't want to miss any. But I had a tremendous amount of teammates, talent uh, on the team. And when I got to the Rams, I always knew, uh, yes, I enjoyed being with the greatest show on turf, but I enjoyed uh, all my time uh, in Arizona with the uh, Phoenix Cardinals slash Arizona Cardinals 
the Bitwell family, Larry Wilson, the general manager at that time, and great young teammates like Frank Sanders coming in uh, from winning programs. And I don't know if you guys mess with him about this. Uh, Frank, do you have that uh, that Auburn ring on the best of uh, – the, I don't know, some kind of language they put on there. It says best in the SEC. He's talking about my ring. Like, we went 11-0. and 0, Yeah. Right? And we were uh, we were on probation. They ragged me about this so bad, man, because you know, big-time program. But, checks, we could not go to the bowl games that year. And we were 11-0. and 0, And uh, they gave out rings. And they were either – they said best in the SEC. And that was uh, always something, man, that is uh, – they, they ragged – look. The locker room is hard, man. You walk yeah. in there with anything that looks like it's <laughs> – it, it has the opportunity to get Joan done. You're going to get Joan done big time. Sure. So the dozens happen all day long when you walk in there with that. But uh was like that. So, uh, Aeneas, you mentioned Cardinals not synonymous with winning historically, although this season they are up to 10 wins. Have you had an opportunity to watch the team at all this year? And what are your thoughts on the team? Absolutely. But the team that's – that we see today that obviously had a few games uh, lately uh, that they would like to have a do-over. But for the most part, this has been a very successful season. But i like to give a shout-out to Michael Bidwell as well as Steve Kime because the success that they have now is uh, a major, what I call a boss move, a few years ago, to which was unusual and rare in the National Football League for our owner in a franchise to terminate a coach after one season and uh, Steve Weiss and also uh, bring on um, trade a number one draft pick, Josh Rosen, uh, I think moved up to get him at number 10 to do the whole thing over, which was unusual, unprecedented to make a move like that, to bring in a young Kingsbury, uh, Texas tech also to draft uh, at the, the top pick in the draft, maybe I, I don't know this. You guys can correct me. Possibly the, the, the shortest receiver ever drafted. I'm sorry, shortest quarterback ever drafted in the National Football League, let alone the first overall draft pick. So those moves uh, from a general manager standpoint, an ownership standpoint, a difficult people second guess you. The success that we're seeing now, the collaboration of talent that's on this team, Hopefully, J.J. Watts can get back. Uh, Hop can get back. The talent that they've uh, brought together this year is an uh, elite uh, group of guys at all different positions, defensively, offensively as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they're in a position now to do something special, and, you know, it's kind of poetic. You guys went into Dallas as big-time underdogs back in 1998 and the Cardinals go into Dallas this weekend, six point underdogs. So I will say we, we thought this team was a championship caliber team mm -hmm. at the start of the season. I know, you know, there's a lot of questions surrounding the team right now, just after their, as, after their losing skid, but Aeneas, you played on a team that went to the Super Bowl. Uh, what was unique about that team and, and you, how special was it? How did you, did you know ahead of time that, that, you know, there was something special? No doubt. When I joined the Rams, uh, they were a year removed from winning the Super Bowl against the Titans. They had gone to the playoffs that next year, but the defense wasn't very good. And Coach Mark's going into, I want to say, his, his uh, second year as a head coach. Uh, 
he changed the entire defensive staff and brought in eight new starters on the defense. So the one thing that I do remember about that team, everyone knows about the greatest show on turf. Shout out to Tory Holt, who just was announced as uh, one of the 15 finalists for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. There are already a number of guys, including Kurt Warner, that he and I both played uh, with the Rams as well as the Cardinals. And that team had not only the greatest show on turf on, on greatest show on turf on offense, but we had an outstanding uh, defense. And one of the things the Cardinals have is the same thing as well. They have playmakers in the secondary. They have an outstanding pass rush and a very good offense. Getting hot back, hopefully, will be huge. But they have the ability to do it. The key now, during this time, because of the pandemic, is which teams or what teams are committed to having a conversation with the players to encourage the players for the next two months to almost, uh, as the NBA did last year, to be in some type of bubble. Because what it will boil down to now, it's attrition, and that's the National Football League. How many guys can you keep healthy? And how many guys you can keep off the COVID list? Mm. That's what will make the difference. And the Cardinals have the talent to do it. I really believe in Colin Murray. This guy, just get him the ball. He has, the Cardinals have what every team wants is a quarterback that if we just get them the ball, a la Jake Plummer, as Frank would attest to, you get this guy the ball, we have a chance to win. And that's what the Cardinals have. You got any questions? I'm just looking at him and listening, man. This is, this is, like, this is, like, this is like Bible study, man. Like you just, sometimes you just got to listen. You know, sometimes you got to listen. That's just, just listen because it's, it's, um, it's definitely in there. Um, I just gotta listen, bro. Just gotta. So I, I listen. Speaking of listening, I listened to my father, Hud Venerable, growing up in my household back in, in Bloomington, Illinois, and he always talked about how fortunate the Cardinals were to have historically great, great defensive backs, right? So right. Larry Wilson, Roger Worley, Aeneas Williams, Adrian Wilson, Tyron Matthew, and now Buda Baker. Now Aeneas, I know you played corner and you transitioned to safety, but when you watch Buda play, what gets you excited about? you know, number three on the field. Well, shout out to also Patrick Peterson for yes, carrying on his legacy yep. uh, as well. But Buda Baker, as well as that number seven, <laughs> the cornerback as well, Buda Baker right. disrupts the game. Uh, one thing I, I, and I don't like disparaging guys, but uh, Jamal Adams in Seattle, outstanding safety, blitz safety, but can be a liability in coverage. Bruder Baker has the ability to not only sack the quarterback, influence your running game to stop it, but also has the ability to play back in the secondary and be a secondary player as well. So I will call him a three-tool uh, safety, which plays has a huge impact on that uh, on that defense. So also, I'll, I want to circle back because um, I know you've been a, a pastor's. For, for many years now, which I think is incredible. And I love that aspect of your story and, and your journey. But um, if the Cardinals needed a little pep talk right now because of the situation that they're in and some people are questioning their talent and their leadership and whether they have all the things that people were saying that they had to start the season, what would your message be to this team right now? 
going into the final games of the season, which are highly important. But the good thing about the league now, you only have one team on each uh, in each conference that's going to have home field advantage. So everybody else, it's a, a crapshoot as it relates to home field. I would simply say to them, winning the Super Bowl and being successful does not happen because you have guys playing outside of themselves. It's where you have consistency and you understand that this game has to do with uh, protecting the ball and creating turnovers. And one thing that we've seen over the past couple of weeks with the Cardinals are uh, turnovers. And those are things that I know Kyler can clean up as it relates to some of those interceptions. And then running the ball, uh, hopefully Connor, as well as uh, the other gentleman, number two, uh, what's his name? Chase Edmonds. Yeah, that, that one-two punch is outstanding. So handing the ball off. Many people may not notice, and I don't know if the statistic has changed, Teams that run the ball a minimum of 25 times a game. I'm talking about attempts, not how many yards they gain. Typically win 80% of their games. And sometimes when you have a great quarterback, there's a tendency to get get in the, the mode of just passing the ball and not realizing how important it is to run the ball. Don't mean you're going to gain a whole lot of yards. But a number of things are happening. One, you're wearing down their defense. Their defense is on the field longer. And – Pass rushers don't like to <laughs> experience blows of offensive alignment coming at them. Yeah. So if you can hand the ball off and make plays when you have opportunities and know that there's nothing anybody has to do extraordinary, we just need them to be consistent. And that will allow, particularly in the playoffs, when the teams get better, it usually comes down to who has the ball last. And that's where you want to trust Kyler Murray from the three aspects of the game, offense, defense, special teams, be in a place where you can get that guy the ball when the game's on the line and the Cardinals will have an opportunity. Aeneas, a lot of people ask this question here is that uh, they say, Frank, if you played in this, how would you think, how do I think I would fare as a receiver in this day and age with, you know, spread offense that it is right now as a cornerback, I mean, how do you think you would fare in this uh, in this day and age with all the things that you guys have seen and having more opportunities now to uh, make picks and do other great things like you did as a, HF, a as a Hall of Famer already? Well, when I look at Trayvon Diggs in in Dallas, the one difference about Trayvon, I now because they throw the ball so much, Frank, I believe that the single season record, uh, Dick Knight Train Lane in Detroit, his rookie year, fourteen interceptions. <laughs> that that record, I guess y'all would say, why does this guy know this? Because I know all this stuff. I used to be shooting for it. But because <laughs> it, instead of talking about how much the game has changed, it is really an opportunity for def defensive backs to work on their ball skills because catching the ball is a skill. There are some that have just a natural talent to do it, but for the most part, it's a skill. And because they're throwing the ball so much, there should be an opportunity. So I'm shooting for digs. To break this record the unique thing about digs is teams continue to throw the ball at it when frank you know this when i play right, crazy. You, you may not get a ball the whole game so that's the unique thing that digs is great but also i guess to opposing teams he's not as great as to a, a team fearing to throw the ball at him which gives him an opportunity 
to use those tremendous natural ball skills that he has. So in answering that question, Frank, I'm looking for more interceptions and guys catching balls because they're there. Uh, you know, Stratford, my former team, the Rams, he threw three interceptions. Baker Mayfield threw four interceptions. And these are games that that they have to win. So that's what I think about today's game. Aeneas, we've got two more questions for you if you'll stick around. I just have a yes. quick promo to read. Perfect. All right, let's 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 read this and then a uh, couple more questions and then we'll let you go. We, we do appreciate your time. Um, as always, you know that uh, our official partner of the show is the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Playoffs going to be here before you know it and the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Their offers are getting even more amazing. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Don't miss out on this action. Customers can also get NFL action with same game parlays. If you combine multiple bets from the same game, you're going to get a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. It is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Again, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that promo code PHNX this week and bet $5 on any team to win their game. You're going to win some money if you do. If they do, uh, new customers only restrictions apply, must be 21 and older. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Well, we didn't have the chance to ask you at the beginning, Aeneas, uh, just kind of how life is going for you. I think you started pastoring your church out in Missouri in 2014. Uh, so it's been a, been a few years since you started it. How's that? How's that going? It's going very well. Get get an opportunity to do something that I love to do, and that's to take the gospel and make it in very practical form for people to go out and live their lives following Christ. And I just I just love people, and the game of football, and a number of the guys like Frank, and that were on the team, whether they were uh, believers or not, it didn't matter. Uh, the uh, Pat Tillmans and the Corey Shavises, all of those amazing relationships that we had. So now today, raising a family, uh, four, three girls and a boy, and uh, my wife going on uh, January 9th, it'll be 29 years uh, of marriage, but it's been going well. And then I do work uh, serving the league office uh, with the commissioner owners and vice president of football operations with Troy Vincent. Busy man. Nick, you, got the, Nick, you got the you got the gold jacket. What comes along with the gold jacket? Not everyone knows. Uh, you know, that's kind of one of those hidden conversations that is that the bus yeah. behind you right there? Is that the Hall of Fame bus? Yes, right that's 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 the replica that they give you for your home. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> A good question, Frank. One I, I, I always refer back to my dad. My dad says that. When your son becomes a Hall of Famer, he says, before you become a Hall of Famer, when people ask you about your children and one of them played in the National Football League and they usually ask you, well, how, how good is he? And you, you have to comment with modesty and things like that. He said, but when your son get in the Hall, Pro Football <laughs> Hall of Fame, you don't really have to answer those questions. <laughs> but, but the perks and all of those things uh, – uh, it's so many perks, but the most important thing is to understand guys that I sit in a room with, uh, Frank, uh, they're not always, once you get to the National Football League, we're talking about 1% of all high school players. So once you get there, 
even if you're there for training camp, you're a legend. And it's such a high degree of respect for the intelligence in the room. And the, also the thing to know that I played with guys, I played with guys with the Arizona Cardinals who are just as good as some of those guys, but goes back to what John Madden says. When you don't win as many games, the team is not uh, in the public sight often. But I could tell you, I enjoyed playing just as much every year with the Cardinals as I did with my four, my four years with the Rams. So those are kind of the perks. The perks is just spending time, particularly with the guys that I watched growing up. And literally, as watching them get older, as I get older, and really just serving those guys, go getting things for them, almost like a rookie all over again. Well, you mentioned John Madden, and we'll wrap it up with this. We've been honoring him um, all week long. I know you tweeted out an awesome all Madden jacket earlier today, which uh, is an incredible condition as well, back from 1994. Um, can you speak about uh, what he meant to the game and if you had a personal relationship with him, just what he meant to you to, in your life? Well, one, when your mother tells you that she learns the game through Coach Madden's broadcast, that says it all. And my mom is a sports mom as it relates to my mom and dad. But one of the things he did was in a colorful way and using imagery and pictures, he would explain to those that were listening uh, what took place and what are the basic things that a fan wants to know uh, when they see a play that's successful or a play that's unsuccessful. And when you have a coach, a lot of times people forget that Coach Madden was a coach and has the highest winning percentage of all NFL coaches. But his work in the broadcast booth, which listening to interviews with people that work with him in broadcast, how meticulous he was because of how he was, how meticulous he was as a football coach. But also, I've never played a whole lot of Madden as it relates to the game. But when you have a game, a football game, with the popularity that it has to every generation, his mark on the game of football and really how he's influenced a lot of lives uh, is second to none. And that's why I like to remember him as many people are. And then being with him on calls with the National Football League with some of the suggestions and things that we're doing as it relates to rule changes and things like that. So it was just a pleasure getting to know him as well. Well, Aeneas, it was a pleasure having you on the show. We thank you again so much. Frank, I'll let you say goodbye. <laughs> Man, I love you, bro. And I appreciate everything uh, you've meant to me, my family, um, and just you being you, which is pretty awesome. I'm over here in tears, man. I got to stop this stuff. <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm in tears over here. I got to stop. Well, Frank, as well as the team there, thank you for allowing me to be on. I love you. And the best is yet to come. Thank you. Thank you. Thank your family. Yeah. Thank the girls and everyone, Frank. And know the best is yet to come, guys. Let's go Cardinals. Let's go Cardinals. Thank Let's you so much, man. Appreciate you, brother. Frank. You, you, <laughs> to use the term of Johnny, you rat something, something, something. <laughs> 
you were like, cheers, dude. Where's the rundown? I was like, oh, we're just going to wing it today. Yeah, for it. I was like, where's the rundown? Like, I didn't get it. She's like, nah, we're going we're gonna to wing it. We're cool. I'm like, okay, so we had to We had to turn the TV off because the yeah. graphics are on the TV. We couldn't tweet Love. before the show started. Cheerson, he grabbed his phone after the tweets went out when the show was starting. And I wanted to tweet it and out. I, I just was like, grabbed his phone. Yeah, I like, said, oh, did you get a new phone? And I had to like play it off. And Frank's probably it. thinking like, what the hell? This guy steal my phone? Hey, look. Hey, look. I am the man today because of Aeneas Williams in a lot of ways. Just you walk into an NFL locker room and you just don't think you can live the life of faith. You cannot live that life in there. You just... There's too many females, finances, family, and fun just to feel like you can walk into a locker room. But you had diligent men that was, you know, living living the life for Christ. And they wanted to, you know, get them lives, get their lives together. They wanted to be better men. And uh, he was in the epitome of that. Anthony Edwards, Rob Moore, Michael Banks, and I can just a ton of guys, Eric Swan, who just keep going. It was a blessing to me. And um to watch him work. This is the same guy we'd play a game on at one o'clock and then we'll get done. So around three thirty four, and I could be going home and Aeneas lived over in the Awatuki foothills area and he would be at mountain point doing football drills. Wow. After playing a football game, like there was nothing that he didn't do that was not at a level of excellence to push the envelope to the next level. And I mean, a lot of the stuff that I learned on how to train, how to work out, how to beat my body, how to punish myself, to discipline myself was because of watching guys like him. Well, he's on the all decade team for a reason. He's, of course, in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I remember, again, when I was growing up, my father was a high school football coach. And when he was working with the defensive backs, he would use Aeneas Williams as an example of how to tackle because so many DBs were finesse DBs and Mm -hmm. didn't want to tackle. And here's Aeneas Williams. And I wasn't going to bring it up when we had him, but I mean, essentially, you know, he kind of ended Steve Young's career with, with just how hard he played. And, and, you know, it's a credit to him. There, there are very few individuals like that where you can say his name and he's synonymous with just greatness at his position. And I'm so glad he brought up like the fact that, Hey, I was on a team that didn't win a lot, and it means more to me to be able to have the success that I had as a group, but then also individually, where people recognize my game beyond just the wins and losses. Because I think all Cardinal fans can feel this way, that the team gets disrespected, and you want to be able to tout, of course, the Buda Bakers of the world, and the Chandler Joneses, and the Kyler Murrays, and the Chase Edmonds, right? But people are like, well, that's the Cardinals. Forget about them. And for, for Aeneas, I'm sure it meant just as much to go into the Hall of Fame as a Cardinal. Look, to uh, come from, you know, um, Southern University, first-round draft pick, and, you know, put the work in and to have a loss. Look, it takes a lot. When you're losing a lot, to keep showing up and putting that work in and focusing on your numbers and the stats and not – I mean, we talked about it earlier. I said yeah. sometimes these kids – it's hard to want to be successful when you're already famous because you have TikTok and social media and you're getting your money. But a guy like Aeneas uh, or most of the guys that play with the Cardinals that were pro bowlers that were, you know, rarely seen on TV still got the accolades of being great because they put the work in. And that's a credit to him. And again, he all he kept doing was saying, hey, guys, in order for us to be great, in order for me to be considered great, I need you guys to understand the level of work it takes. And I mean, just never stop training, never stop going to the next level. Never, he never stopped seeking how to be the best 
he could be in all aspects of his life, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And uh, again, just a great credit. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was all Cheerson. So she reached that. out to, that to touched my heart people right and that was well, Cheerson's idea. So well, Frank, we were, we were talking after a show one day and you were telling me a little bit about some of the guys that impacted your life as mm -hmm. a young man coming into the national football league. And it was inspiring to hear about it. Um, so I was like, well, let me see if I can get somebody on. And so I reached out to, uh, the church that, uh, any pastors and, and founded and, and was able to get through. And so that's how it all turned out. But I was touched by the story that you were telling me about him and, and the rest of your teammates. So yeah. especially, I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. That, uh, I made my year. I'm I'm pretty solid right there. Pretty good way to go out. Pretty good. I'm over here still trying to, trying to hold these tears back. So don't look over here, Johnny. Don't do I'm it. On. Don't <laughs> do it. You'll start crying too. Don't do it. <laughs> well, while you're holding yourself together here, we'll take a moment to uh, let all the folks yeah. listening. Um, if you would like to get more of this content, trying not to cough here. <laughs> Which, why, why wouldn't you want this content become a i'm like trying to wor work my way around words here as i'm holding back a cough um if you want to become a member at gophnx.com you can become a member today get a free t-shirt we've got a, a ton of amazing t-shirts up on phnxlocker.com we've also got stickers on our website which i keep talking about how i need to get them from our laptop and Maybe today will be finally be the day. I, I always forget. I, I, I remember it during the show, and then when the show's over, I forget. But you get a sticker pack for just $5 um, on our website. They're, a, they're limited. Uh, it, so once they're out, you know, you can't get them again, and they're pretty cool stickers. So they kind of resemble some of the graphics that are on our T-shirts. Um, so we've got a lot going on, and we always have um, promos going on on our gear for, for our members. So we would appreciate it if you want to support us, if you love what we're doing here at PHNX, become a member at gophnx.com. All right. Um, well. I don't really know where we go from here. I know. Where well, we you know, I think that was uh, Nick brought up some great points. We call him Nick as, you know, his name is Aeneas, but he go by Nick. So you kept saying Nick during the interview. Yeah, because he, go like, he, he goes by Nick. Oh, you go by Nikki. Like we used to call him Nikki. Hey, Nick, Nikki. Really? Like that. I, yeah, for whatever reason, that, that's not part of his middle name or any part. Just Aeneas turned into being Nick. Um, but he brought us some great points because you asked a question about, you know, watching the Cardinals and how you know, they started out strong and then they kind of, you know, um, what would be the message that he would give these guys going into this game and finishing up the season? And I think that's, you know, kind of the same thing we would love to have, have answered because yeah. it will give us an idea in the direction that we think our team is going what message they need to hear. So then they could, we could, we can rally all, we can all rally around that and, you know, get our faith back into our team because it just seems like when we talked about the standard was the standard and it was great while we was, you know, reaching some of our standards. And now it seems like we just don't have any. And it yeah. seemed like that dissipated, dissipated with this team. Um, and I, I would love to see that, you know, something that we could just kind of talk about. What would be the message that you need to hear and who you need to hear it from to indicate to you that you believe in this team and what we're, what we're going to do the next couple of weeks. He had a great line. It was like, let's not ask anybody to play outside of themselves. Just play into your role in this team. It's kind of like that Bill Belichick, do your job line that's been beaten to death. But with the way it, Aeneas articulated it is basically like, hey, you don't have to go out and be Superman today and record 20 tackles, but understand your role and execute it efficiently 
and we can play good football again. And I think the Cardinals have gotten away from that for whatever reason, but back to basics, it should be this Sunday, especially with, and we'll, we'll preview it tomorrow on our Friday show, but just so many injuries, COVID's a factor. Can they just play mistake, get back to playing mistake-free football? And you can control those mistakes. You can control, if you're Josh Jones, three false start penalties, right? Pre-snap penalties. Mm-hmm. You can control the hold and and the, the execution if you're Matt Prater on a kick. So little things like that, I think, would go a long way. And it probably speaks to Kyler Murray's comments from earlier this week saying, hey, we're not that far off. We're closer than it may appear. And I think it's just playing within themselves. Elon says, let's adopt the standard 2.0. So I agree. Let's wipe the standards, the standard 2.0. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that too. I agree. I mean, if you could say like any, any number of things, you could say like, like have the team know that they're not far off and and in truth, they're not far off. My thing about that statement is, you know, football is a game of inches and, you know, most teams aren't that far off, right? Like maybe the, the bottom of the totem pole, you know, separates, um, those teams separate themselves by a large margin. But outside of that, I mean, you could say the the Lions weren't that far off and then they believed it and got a win over the Cardinals. Yep. So it takes more than, you know, it, it takes a lot to win a game in the National Football League. And and I, I hope that the Cardinals are in tune with how close they really are and, and truly do believe that statement and have belief in themselves and what they can accomplish. And, and hopefully that leadership... Um, you know, comes up as well. Whoever the, the leaders need to be on this team, I, I hope that steps up. We've been talking about the lack of leadership for several weeks now. Um, and at some point, I'm just hoping that they'll be able to turn that that aspect around as well. Well, and that starts with Kyler Murray. And I, I think if you're Kyler Murray and you just heard the podcast we did with Hall of Fame great Aeneas Williams, you got to be feeling pretty good about yourself. Aeneas Williams, who's Played with some good quarterbacks, elite mm-hmm. quarterbacks, and Kurt Warner, of course, played with Jake Plummer. And for the comments he made about Kyler Murray, just unquestionably is a huge fan and a believer. That that makes me feel good as somebody who roots for this franchise. And, you know, Kyler hasn't played particularly well, but knows what he's capable of. For number 35 to be able to watch Kyler Murray every Sunday and say, nope, this guy's got it. He's got enough for this team to be able to achieve what they've never done, which is a Super Bowl. I mean, that, there's no bigger compliment than that, in my opinion. No, I thought it was pretty special that he did back that up consistently with the fact that he does believe in Kyler Murray. And I know that's been a question mark for the last couple of weeks from the fan perspective, as well as the national media. Um, and he himself, he has to kind of, you know, what, they, what they've been saying all week is I have to look, go, go look in the mirror and, you know, make yourself a better person and a better player and show up on Sundays. And uh, I honestly think that this is a – these next couple of weeks will be just as tough for Cliff Kingsbury as the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals and having to decide, and you guys can check me on this, having decide to decide who's going to play and who's not going to play. If you're already in the playoffs, do I sit guys? Do I bring the backups? Do I give guys rest that need the rest? And Or do I try to create this formula, getting these guys back together and find some rhythm um, moving forward into the playoffs with some kind of momentum? Yeah, good football again. So I I say if it was up to me, I would play everybody in preparation, getting ready for wild card weekend. Yeah, they got a lot of things to clean up. So the thought of sitting anybody for any reason would would be so far away from anything I'm thinking about. That's just me. But 
they need to, to get on the same page and and, and go out and, and win a couple of games to, to close the season out, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, let's let's do one more DraftKings Sportsbook read and uh, wrap this show up. If you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now using the promo code PHNX, bet $5 on any NFL team to win. Uh, you're going to win $200 in free bets if they are victorious. Again, that's promo code PHNX this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. All right, let's wrap this things up. This thing up. Uh, Johnny and I are going to – we're all under the weather here. Frank, me, geez, coughing up a storm here. Get out of here. Get out. Come on. This is, this is a typical <laughs> just it's a just that tip. time of year. Um, Johnny and I are going to preview the game tomorrow, Frank, which you will not be a part of. So do you you want to give maybe some thoughts um, about this weekend's game against Dallas before we wrap it up? I'm not so – I mean, I, the last couple of weeks, you guys know I've been a front runner and I have been a flag to a carrier of the, of the Cardinal banner of what they could do. And this would be the moment to seize the day and carpe diem this, this week, and I just don't have it right now. Um, unfortunately – um, despite what Nick said in regards to Aeneas said, and, you know, having faith in Kyler Murray um, and what he has done in Dallas over his history, I just believe that Dakota Rain Prescott has this guy's playing so much better right now over Kyler Cole Murray. And I'm just not so right now. The guy with a name like that has to be a leader. And I think that uh, I'm just, I'm not sold on my Cardinals right now until I, until I see it. Cheerson, he asked me quickly before the show, what's a cooler name, Dak Prescott, Dakota, or Kyler? What do you think is the better name? Mm, I'm going to have to go with Prescott. You think Dak Dak or Dakota is cooler than Kyler? I said Dakota reminds me of like South Dakota, you know, small town. No, no. Dakota Rain. Over Kyler Cole. Kyler Cole sounds like a, you know, somebody like a rapper, maybe somebody who would <laughs> be out and about. Isn't there like a J. J. Cole? Cole is he? Yeah. yeah J. Cole. That, Dakota, get out of here. There you go. That. That's too funny. I don't know. It just reminds me of like somebody who's um just humble and is like rough and just wants to play the game of football. And that's true. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, that's mine. I, you do you want to score? Yeah. Um, I say. I hate to say this though, because I hate to speak these things. It doesn't matter. Shit. Everything I've everything I said the last couple of weeks have failed. So yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go 31 12. Oh no. 31 12. I don't see us scoring a bunch of points uh, in this game. I just haven't seen us rise to the occasion. And unfortunately, right now, I'm I mean, till I see it, brother. I'm sorry. Cheerson, you and I got 24 hours to think on that. Yeah, I'm not giving a score prediction right now because I don't I honestly I said it like last week. I don't know what to think about this team. I still don't know what to think about this team. They also have a lot of uh absences due to COVID that have popped up in the last couple of days. And so who the heck knows? I mean, maybe that'll inspire them. Maybe they're down they're down a whole bunch of players. Maybe they'll play better. I, I don't know. I don't know our, back, about our, our backups have been pretty, pretty freaking good. Yeah. And so if our backups are there, I might change my mind. You so did you go to DJ Humphrey's birthday party, by the way, the COVID birthday? Now he's got COVID. No, he's got COVID. Really? He had a big birthday party. I guess that's that's the hot rumor on Twitter. I am not saying condoning that one way or the other. But the rumor on Twitter is DJ Humphrey's had a big birthday party and now he's out. <laughs> OK, Josh, Josh Jones, you're up. Well, 
I'll wrap it up with this, Frank. I wanted to mention it, but I didn't want to embarrass you. What do you think Aeneas would have said about your tattoo? Uh, he would have been like, bro, if, if we, he's like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> and I would have told my, I put my word out there. And then he says, man, I, you could have put your word out on something better than that, though. And I'd have, I'd have responded with, but I believed in the guy. I still believe in the coach. And uh, rightfully so, it's deserving. So he would have probably went along with me outside of that. Um, I don't remember Aeneas having any tattoos. He doesn't. No. Aeneas have no tattoos. That's not his thing. His body is holy and pure. It will have no problems of anything Very going good. in that body. So None of that toxic ink. <clears throat> yeah, none of that, none of like, that ink. He's like Cheerson and I. We don't have any tattoos, you know. Yeah, this is how we roll. No, that's how y'all kidding. roll right now until we win that Super Bowl and that's y'all right. get that Vince Lombardi tatted on your back and your butt cheek. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well great time, man. Appreciate that. Y'all bless me so much. Like I said, every time I see Aeneas, I get quiet because I've like at Bible studies, he would just talk and I would just sponge it in. He has so much information, so much knowledge, so much wisdom, and I just sponge it in. And again, you, you're talking about a guy that did it. You know, we're a losing franchise. And for all the, those who are chiming in, they understand because they was here. You guys was here. You've seen it. Well, you know, probably young, too young at the time. But one of the greatest players to put on a uniform in the National Football League, and we had a chance to watch it. And to me, watching his work ethic, watching how he prepared for, you know, life, as well as the game of football, it blessed my soul. And look, y'all touched me. So thank you so very much for that. Were you actually tearing up? One hundred percent. He was. He was. One hundred percent. Had to keep it. it back. Had to hold oh. it back. He didn't want. He didn't want to say too much. Yeah, he was just man. taking the moment just, in. Uh, look, we spent so many times. Like this is so. Like one of the. He won't tell you the story, but these are some of the best times. We just before we close out. When we went to Flagstaff, um, the veterans would have this little hallway for training camp. Were, for training camp, right? And so the veterans have this hallway, and it'd be like the old school guys. And these guys be out of getting smashed. They they'd be enjoying themselves drinking. Aeneas be on that floor, but he would never he'd never drink. Him and Anthony, these guys would never drink. So we had veterans that was having a great time. And then Aeneas, we were having our Bible studies. So like literally, this is the hallway to look at the studio as the area where guys would come out and drink and have a good time out to practice. And and then the hallway would be where we'd have Bible study is like literally just inside down the hallway from where we are right now to the next room. And you can hear the music playing but they would have Bible study. And then you'd have that balance between both. And then when Aeneas does Bible study, the guys were so, they respect him. Eric Hill, Eric Swan, these guys, they would literally cut, Seth Jordan, they would cut the music down for Bible study. And then as soon as Bible study was over, about an hour, boom, the music go back up, the party gets going, and then these guys would just show up. So, so many great stories about Aeneas Williams fighting in practice and then like mad at the guy, Stevie, uh, Stevie Anderson, because he wouldn't run the routes right. He wouldn't run the routes like Michael Irvin. And he was so mad that they got into a tussle. And everybody's like, hey, man, that's the Christian leader. He can't be fighting like that. And then there's a come and say, man, look, I'm sorry. Apologize. And then like right after that, we went right into prayer. It wasn't a big deal. But he's like, bro, I need you to practice. So this is the beauty. One of the, I'm going to add to the story. Stevie Anderson went and start watching film on Michael Irving and how he ran his routes. And so the next day he came out, and the next couple of days, he ran his routes exactly like Mike did. And when Aeneas went to the Pro Bowl, he bought Stevie something because he was the catalyst to, I need you to do it like this 
Don't do it how you doing it. Do it like this because I'm playing this. Remember, I told you everything Help is a everything better. is a dress rehearsal. We don't we don't we don't play around and like this backyard football in practice. Everything is timing and and rhythm and you know you know how many steps to take. He's as a cornerback watching the quarterback <laughs> drop back three steps. He's taking two and a half and he's on and he's moving downhill. Quarterbacks takes five. He's still backpedaling to a certain position and then he moves like he's getting ready because he know it has to happen. He brought Stevie something because of that. That shows where he was in his mind that, you know, I need you to do this exactly how I'm going to see this guy do it. And once they both did it, I mean, it was it was a perfect, perfect scenario. The argument that happened forced everyone else on the practice squad to give the guys exactly the look that they needed. It forced our practice squad guys to go watch film of the other teams so they can also do it just how these guys are doing it. So it made us better. And uh, it was just something special to watch. And it happened to be the 1998 season that that that, that happened that we ended up going to the playoffs because guys got – they didn't have to do a whole bunch. They just had to do their job. And they became meticulous about their job. And that was good. He was a good guest to have, and this was a good conversation to have entering the new year because now I'm, like, inspired. I don't think I have that dedication to anything in life. So maybe in the new year, 2022, new year, new me. I'll like learn a little, little something from uh, a hall of famer and uh, put all put as much dedication into something in my life as he did. Jeez. <laughs> that's how I feel. And that's why I got quiet. Exactly how I feel. Cause I know he has something to say and he's right. The best is yet to come um, for PHNX Cardinals, PHS and as a whole, you know, we're new in the Valley, but we're making great strides and, Johnny and what he's doing. No, cheers to this team us, right here. Team. This team right here. I mean, it's just, it's a good team. And for the all those, pro- are, our pro- phenomenal producer who helped orchestrate this with cheers and behind the scenes. Thank you, Leah. Thank you for turning off the screen, Leah, so that Frank could not see who Man. was in the chat or, or in the show. Appreciate that, y'all. I really do. All right, well, let's wrap this thing up. This thing up. If you are not following us on YouTube, wherever you get your podcast, we'd appreciate it if you would hit that subscribe button. Also, follow us on social media at phnx underscore cardinals, and we'll see you tomorrow for a preview of the Cardinals game against the Cowboys.